And the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended. And the seven years of dearth began to come, according as Joseph has said. And the dearth was in all the lands. Well, that's an archetypal story, right? The archetypal story. It's the business cycle story. It's a little harsher when you're starving, obviously. But that's not the point. The point is, is that sometimes things are getting good and sometimes things are getting bad. And that's... You can be sure that that's the case. That's going to happen to you. And so the wise person takes stock of the fact that things are going to get bad. This is the same thing that happens with Noah. It's like, assume the flood, because it's going to happen. And you think, well, it's a hell of a world that has floods. It's like, not if you have a boat, right? It, it, it helps a lot if, you, if there's a flood and you have a boat. It's like, you can float on the flood. And then it's not such a problem. And so... If you refuse to look at the fact that things are going to be going downhill badly and that you're going to be in a pit at some point, you and your family perhaps, then when it happens, it will be as bad as it possibly can be. But if you're awake and alert to that possibility, then you can mitigate it. And the dearth was in all the lands, but in the land of Egypt, there was bread. And when the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto the Egyptians, go to Joseph. What he says to you to do, you do that. And the famine was all over the face of the earth. And Joseph opened up the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all the countries came into Egypt to buy, to Joseph to buy corn because the famine was sore in all the lands. Now, when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, why are you standing around looking at each other? He said, I've heard that there's corn in Egypt. Get down there and buy buy for us so that we may live and not die. It's like pretty straightforward advice, that. And Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, so that's the youngest one, right? The only one left that's the one that was younger than Joseph, the only youngest one, and also Rachel's other son. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob didn't send because he was worried that something bad would happen to him, which kind of indicates to me that maybe Jacob was a bit suspicious about what had happened to Joseph the last time he sent all the brothers on an adventure. And Joseph was the governor over all the land, and And he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Well, there's the dream. Now, the thing is, too, is that one question you have in your life is, who should you bow down to? And you might say, no one. That's not exactly the right answer, because that means that you don't have an ideal, because you bow down to your ideal. That's what makes it an ideal. And if you don't have an ideal, then what the hell are you going to do? So you have to bow down to something. And so what happens here is, well, the brothers are bowing down to the person who's so bloody resilient and competent that they can take themselves out of a prison and become the ruler of the land. That happened to Vaclav Havel, right, in Czechoslovakia. It also happened to um, Mandela in South Africa. Like These things actually happen. It's really something. So God only knows what you might learn in prison. 